And good morning. Hey, I would like to welcome you to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls. I'm your host. And I have Philip Simonetta is going to be on the show today. I'll, I'll welcome him here in a second. My apologies for us being about 20 minutes late here. We uh, had some technical difficulties. We worked through them. And I have Philip Simonetta on the show. Welcome to the show, Phil. Ken, thank you for having me. I appreciate being here with you. I'm Dude. looking forward to being a contribution to everybody. Yeah, man. Well, you know, I've known you now for, gosh, how long? A few years at least. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, yeah. I, I, we met we met at the uh, the original 10X conference. We um, did, but I think we knew each other before then, right? Before, yeah, before online, but physically. Yeah, physically. yeah right, right. Um, and so, you know, I've, I've watched you. You're... Um, you're you're killing it down there, and uh, you're in Miami, right? Yeah, um, I have an office in, in Miami, and okay. also Florida. Yeah. Okay, so um, you are dominating the um, real estate market down there, and and you know I, I know a little bit of your backstory, but not a lot. So let's start with um, let's start with where you were. Um, let's start with telling everybody where you were born and raised. Yeah, sure. Um, I actually, um, well, I was born in, in Easton, Pennsylvania. It's about 45 minutes north of Philadelphia, Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton area. Okay. Um, if anybody's familiar with Lafayette College, Lehigh University, Moravian College, um, in that area. Uh, growing up, in, it was a small town, um, you know, great people, everybody knew each other. Um, I, I attribute a lot, of my, a lot of my people skills to growing up around great people, and I never realized how amazing it was growing up there until I left. <laughs> yeah. And I realized that not everybody grows up that way and has those connections and how to, you know, people really care about each other kind of thing. Yeah, right. So you you said West Philadelphia? No, no, it's a little north of Philly. Oh, where okay. I, it's a town called Easton. East, okay, okay. So um, I, I'm sorry, maybe it's the Fresh Prince song stuck in my head. Yeah, <laughs> what it is, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> So, I actually moved to Philly after after high school, and I now was in Philly ever since then. But okay. Then, so so after after high school, did you um, did you go to college? I did. I, I, I uh, went to Temple University in Philadelphia. Oh wow. Okay. What's your I degree? I, I didn't finish though. I didn't finish. I left oh. the semester early. Uh, it was kind of interesting. It was a really it was around 90, 99. Yeah. And um, I had a job offer from a from a bank. Would come in as an investment advisor before wow. I graduated. Wow! And yeah, and um, what's, what's funny is you know my, my major was a criminal justice and minor in accounting, so I wasn't even thinking business. I was thinking more service, helping people, going into a different field. Wow! And the monetary reward was so much less. <laughs> but um, when everything worked out, I ended up working as an as an investment um, provider, Series Seven licensed and. And uh, got all the training through the, the lending institution. Um, however, as soon as we were licensed, we were working about three months, and they were actually purchased by another lending co- another company and laid us all off. So oh, here wow. I have Series Seven license like this. <laughs> oh no! Wow. It's it insane. I, you know, I, I I just had gotten married at the time, just had a kid, just bought a house. You know, making great money, had a good thing going. Wow. And and that was the last time I ever worked for anybody. Because I said I never would again. Yeah, that was, was um, and you were what twenty, 
22, 21, 22, yeah, 21, 22 years old. Wow. And, um, you know, at that point there, um, I got into, I opened restaurants. I got into the lending industry, um, had a brokerage for a while. Um, and that, that's what I did. Restaurants, nightclubs. I grew up in that industry. So I had, you know, two, three businesses going on. Wow. Um, started sale real estate. Actually, my first wholesale, wholesale real estate deal was when I was 19 years old. It was even before. Um, my first flip. I was wow. I on house and sold. But um, I knew right there where the money was and how things were how progressing. And, uh, and that was it, yeah. Wow. So so let me ask you, like, you know, I, I, I always ask this. It's, it's, you know, I feel like there's always some sort of a, um, an event or a, um, a person or maybe a, a culmination of people and events, but things that happen to us or we see as children um, that kind of dictate or, or not dictate, they push us into who we become as an adult. So, you know, when I say that, like, what is, like, one of the first things that pops into your head? Like, what, what do you feel like, as a child, pushed you into what you ended up doing as an adult? Yeah, i got, I got to tell you, you know, I learned how to do things from watching people who didn't do things correctly. <laughs> right. But, you know, like, my whole life, people I was around were doing things that weren't correct, weren't not always ethical, not always up and up. And I always had like a like an inner desire to be ethical, to be honest, to be straightforward, have integrity. Right. And I always wanted to be better. Like, you know, even to this day, it's the same thing. I saw how, how people would operate, and I hope I'm answering the question for you. Yeah. Um, it was more like reversed. It was more like I saw what I shouldn't be, and I became the opposite. Nice. Um, and a lot of my life was like that. You know, a lot of my friends turned out different. I mean, a lot of them got in trouble. A lot of them, um, I, I'm in touch with some of them, but we were we were on different paths. I always wanted to increase and be better, and um, that was my goal. You know, to wake up the next day better off than I was the day before. So, so you you never got in any trouble? Yeah, I mean, I got into trouble, but you know, statutes of limitations never run out. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, you know, I mean, my, I'll give you a little backstory on that. I mean, my parents got divorced when I was 12. Okay. Uh, my dad was gone. Um, and I have three younger brothers. I'm the oldest. You know, okay. we're all about three years apart. So instantly that day, it was a summer day when I was 12 and my dad left. Um, instantly that day, my life changed like that. Like, like a dime. I realized that I, I now had to provide and help because that's all I knew. Right. As a 12-year-old boy trying to step up and, and make sure my mom's okay and my brothers are okay. And I started working at that point. I started, you know, in the summer times working on farms and fruit stands. And we used to, you know, I, I would buy crates of watermelons and for a dollar a piece and sell them for five bucks a piece. Sell two, three hundred watermelons a day, you know, down to Philly. And, I mean, do the math, man. It's a lot of money. Um, yeah. I mean, fruit stands and different things when I was a kid. Right. So I learned how to negotiate and work with, I mean, starting with the Amish people, like making deals with them. And uh, making things work, and you know, I always try to make light of things. I always try to be present in the moment and not go too far in the past or future. I just stay where I'm at, right? And best of it. And I, and I used to even joke with the Amish people, you know, um, and and I build relationships that way all through connecting. And I used to tell them, you know, you guys, you guys don't believe in electric, right? No plumbing, nothing like that. Yeah. And you know, and they would tell me, and I'm like, yeah, but but they're running a catch register, right? 
Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay, so you know, but you believe in cash registers. Right? Yeah, right. So, <laughs> right. Just the hypocrisy of things always stuck out to me, and I always wanted to be on the up and up and, and be, be better. You know, I don't know yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah. So I and I, what's funny is I have a, uh, I have a couple, I have a, uh, a client. These two brothers, they grew up Amish, at right okay. here in Ohio, and I'm I'm building out a couple of websites for them, and 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 they are a couple sure. of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Like they're they're just incredible. Anyway. <laughs> they're incredible. So so um, so you grew up in in, I mean that's Eastern Pennsylvania. Yeah, um, it's called East yeah, Lehigh Valley. Lehigh Valley. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I, you know, what's crazy is I've never been to Philly. Oh man, really? Oh, I, Philly, never. Philly's a town, man. Yeah. Being from there, um, you know, you don't, I don't didn't appreciate the history when I was a kid. Liberty Bell, Constitution, Betsy yeah. Bell, you know, sewed the flag. Um, yeah. Valley still has the huts that they stayed in during the winter, during the war. Wow. It's I crazy. mean, all all that history there is amazing. It's just you never. Being from there, it's like, hey, you know, I yeah. live like 10 blocks away from it. They yeah. Really, really matter. Yeah. You take it for granted, right? Yeah. yeah pretty much. Great so, town, though. Great food town, good things. Yeah. Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. We, I actually I had, I had my sandwich shop up there for a long time. Oh, I did you really? Yeah. We were voted best of Philly for our cheesesteaks and sandwiches. Uh, and I'm, I'm starving right now, and that just sounds really, really good. Uh, my favorite—that's well, one. That's probably my favorite sandwich—is is the yeah. Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, and I've never had an authentic one uh, apparently. So, next time you're down here, let me know. I'll pick up the stuff and I'll make it. Nice, make dude. It. Nice. I love Miami though. So, um, yeah, like so, so. But that's my background, man. I did a lot of everything. You know, I started yeah. out like as a kid, being put in a position where I had to make money to help my mother. Yeah. Learned what a dollar was worth. You know, I learned from a very young age while my friends were all, you know, drinking, having a good time, parties. I was working a job and then doing that. Yeah. So responsibility from the age 12 on was huge. Yeah. On what I did. And that, you know, I mean, I had, um, well, I won't even go into all that, but I, you know, I was forced, so to speak, as a kid um, to, to, you know, earn money to, to figure it out, you know, and, and, and. I can I can remember you know for many many years I resented that you know yep. I mean really resented it Me too. right right and 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 then you know you you kind of grow up <laughs> you, you get older yep. you gain some wisdom and and you you, um, you you realize that it was actually a gift it was a blessing yeah I believe you you know really we're really frustrated me in the beginning was I had a full baseball scholarship to play wow. all in college wow. and I was when I was in 10th grade I was really good at baseball when I was a kid and I actually had to I lost it because I couldn't play baseball and work uh, wow so I, I had to like I, I didn't have the scholarship you know I, I didn't I didn't continue that, that route but I, I always think what if but I'm telling you something man like I don't regret anything because yeah honest looking back we're sitting here now right Anything that happened in the order that it happened, and this this is I'll go into this a little more, but everything that happened exactly how it happened leads me here to this conversation with you. Right. So, so if I didn't do everything exactly how I did, I wouldn't be here this morning. That's right. So, 
metaphysics. I study a lot of metaphysics, energy, things like that. Yeah. And I put that into my business, into my relationships. You know, my training company. I mean, at this point now, you know, I have the retail real estate group with the Sonata Group of Charles Brandenburg. I have the wholesale company, South Florida Cash Home Buyers, where I'm flipping and buying and doing contracts as well. Right. I also have Top Agents Academy. Now, that is an apprenticeship program where I bring realtors in and I teach them the principles of real estate. I broke it down to 15 steps. And it's basically an apprenticeship where I teach them how to connect, position, inspire, act, you know, inspire people, right. inspire action in them, um, deliver results, and then you know, leverage that success over and over through right. a funnel. And you know, scripts and leads and, and you know, how to really connect with people. Because connecting with people is the key. People like you, they deal with you. If they don't, yeah. You know. That's right. That's and right. Like pay you more for the same product yep. than the back of the store. If, if they like you. Right. And, and it comes down. Connection is the biggest is the biggest element when you're when you're when you're in any relationship and, and dealing with people. Amen. I, I totally agree with that. So so you you um so here you are in Philadelphia, you mm-hmm. are 21, 22 years old, you lose a great job, you're married, you have a kid, um, and, and you go home that day to your wife at the time, and you say, hey, I got fired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was like that. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, they gave us an option to stay, but it was like a 40% pay cut. Oh. And we could make the same money if you worked 15 times harder. And I was like, you know what, man? And, uh, yeah. you know, I was thinking, hey, look, I have a Series 7. I'm a commodity. I, I, I'm pretty, you know, I, there's jobs out there. Yeah. So I checked, you know, AG Edwards and big companies. Right. And then they were less. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, what did I do? Not good. So that was the first week of And then um, at that point there is when I partnered up and I opened up the finance company. Uh, with a partner, and I never looked back after that. And then that was great, man. And then I opened the sandwich now, shop. And now, I, now wait, bar- what kind of a, like you say a finance company? What kind? Lending, lending. Like for who? Um, we were brokers, and we represented 30, 40 different lenders. So mortgage, private loans. Oh, we were individual brokers. I got you. So, so we represented 30, 40 banks, prime, subprime, you know. So, so you, you, um, so you start, you just started this company out of the blue? Like, you're like, I'm unemployed, I'm just going to start? Yeah, I had all the licenses, I had everything in place. It was just a matter of uh, semantics and partnering up with the right people. Right. Um, I was, no matter what it is, you you could put me in a city with 50 bucks in my pocket, give me two months, watch where I am. Right. It's it's about being able to to make it. Yep. It's just connecting with the right people, and then when people want to want to give you a hand and help you, yeah. Because when people see a value in you, it's yep. a value to them. And if you could, and, and the perfect example I use, this is part of the training I do. So, perfect example, it's all about the value. So, if you, you know, if there was a cruise, a seven day cruise, and it cost three hundred ninety nine bucks with everything included, would you go? Well, yeah. Seven day cruise, three hundred ninety nine bucks. Everything's included. I I, I I would wonder what the catch is. <laughs> exactly, but but if that was legitimate and it was yeah. really there. Well, of course, yeah. Now, if it was eight hundred and ninety nine, would you go? Probably. Right, but if it was if it was like eight thousand dollars, would you go? Um, I I would wonder what the catch is. <laughs> Why is it so much? I'm trying to show you. So yeah. you see, when the value's there, the three ninety nine all included for a week. Go. 
Yeah, right. It's eight ninety nine. That's eh, still a good deal, but yeah. No, okay, I'll go. Yeah. But when it's a couple thousand dollars, eight five thousand, eight thousand dollars. Yeah. You say, eh. So see, it's all about the. It's not the trip. The trip is the trip. It's great. Right. It's the value exactly. that you're getting. Yep. So when you bring value to people here. Yeah. If the value's here, and the risk is here, or the element, or whatever yeah. you're doing here, it's yeah. automatic. If right. It's here, eh. But if it's like this, forget it. Right. You know, and that's anything, car business, uh, house business, uh, whatever you're selling. If you bring the value, forget about selling. Bring the value. Yep. And people like you and you bring the value, it's, it's, a, it's a done deal. That's right. I, no I, matter what you're sell. Totally know. agree with you, man. thousand percent. Yeah. 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 So... So, so well, let's let's but let's talk about. So, you were in the the lending business. You were in the finance lending um, business, and still in Philly area, Philadelphia. Um, and were you in Philly or or outside of Philly? At that point, I traveled. I was in Jersey, Philly, okay. Miami, New York. I kind of, you know, I was in thirty seven states at that time. I could yeah. do different things. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, so you you were, you know, in your own business, um, mm-hmm. and you started by yourself, or you had partners. Uh, partners and yeah, partners. Okay. Always. So so you started this with some partners. You um, and, and I and, and the reason I'm kind of digging into this because you know I started my current business I've had for 16 years, and I started it on a twenty dollar loan, literally yeah. at twenty bucks. Buddy of mine's like, dude, you're, I was staying at his house, and he's like, you need to get out. Like, go get your, <laughs> like, grow up, get your own place, and get out. And and so, well, I I, I take that back. I, this it's only been 11 years ago that 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 occurred um, when I formed the 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 LLC. But you know, I um, I remember that day thinking, what? And I had been fired from my last job because I called the sales manager out for smoking dope in a company vehicle. And, and, and I'm like, you're a freaking loser, dude. I can't believe you're even the manager. And, and of course, I got fired for that. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I was like, um, I remember being terrified, terrified. Like, oh, God, my buddy is tired of me hanging out and moping around at his house. And, and like, I, what am I going to do? Right. And, and so, so I, 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 I went out, put 10 bucks gas in my car, had, had, uh, bought a pack of smokes. I smoked back then. They were only $3 and I had $7 left. And I was like, I'm going to the McDonald's dollar menu for lunch. And, and so, <clears throat> you know, I mean, that's that, but you know, you do what you have to do. And I went out and I, yeah. I started knocking on doors and talking to people and developing relationships. And that day, later in the day, after working all day knocking on doors, I finally got a deal. And it was only 600 bucks to help this guy change some things on his website. But it could have been $6 million to me at that point, right? So, 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 you know, you start where you are. And that's what I'm kind of digging into with you is like, dude, yeah. here you are, a kid. I mean, you're 22 years that's old. Started negative, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. like, what was that like, though? Like, you're like, okay, you got a wife, you got a kid, you got no money. Uh, I would imagine, unless you had a little bit. But... Well, well, no, no. By the, by the time I was married, I was good. I had money aside. I was flipping properties and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. When I was 12 years old. I was in that position. 
Right. My dad out the door. Right. You know, right. My dad was gone. Yeah. I that that was the point. And then I had my three brothers and my mom. Now, I come from, I come from a strong family. My my father's Italian. My mom's Lebanese. So I have a really strong culture um, on both sides and family health and things like that. But yeah, there was never anything greater. Like I, I was told as a kid, you know, stay home, take care of your mom, help your brothers. Don't even go to college. That's what I was told. The old school way. Right, you right. Know, this is the hand you're dealt to deal with it. Yeah. Well, I I did what I did. I went to college and I took care of my mother and my brothers. Like I did. Yeah. It was just important. Like no, I don't do one thing. You know. Yeah. And then and then most of my motivation was, you know, I was always the black sheep because I never listened. Right. And and it's like, yeah. I mean, I have an uncle who's super wealthy. I mean, he runs a big college and he's super wealthy. He doesn't talk to me because I bought a car without his approval. <laughs> you, you, you did what? You, I did. I, I bought a car when I was 16 without his approval. Oh, wow. So I stopped talking to me because I didn't listen to him. <laughs> Still to this day? To this day. He's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Runs colleges. Like, the guy's a brilliant <laughs> man, but he had no, like, if they only knew, right? Uh, so, you so know. Like that. And I, I was always set in my ways. And, and, and the biggest thing was always proving to people what I could do. You yeah. Know? And then it got to a point where it didn't matter anymore because I didn't care what people thought. Right and 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 going from the extreme of trying to make everything everybody okay, to the to the other side where I just don't care. I do what I do, and I hold it to my integrity and to my like my whole my whole thing: honesty, integrity, service, and confidence. Wow. That's the fourth that I promise. And then and when I'm dealing with anybody, if it's real estate, if it's a um, if it's a consulting, so I consult. I op- I've opened cigar bars, restaurants, nightclubs. I've helped people open a church. Um, I have a consulting arm of my business too, where. I mean, I handle all the permitting and all the building out, and obviously the real estate side. Right, and right. I talk wow. a cigar on the beach here, and one in Brickell, and um, so so I, I I take what I do is I just basically took all my knowledge from all the adversity I've been through, and now I apply it to where I can help people get to where they want to go. And right. that's all I, you know, like I don't sell I don't sell I'm this I'm this I'm that. I sell look here's where you are here's where you want to go let me help you get there. Right. And and and, and that's what it is. When it comes to real estate, when it comes to a business, when it comes to a realtor trying to get into the business, um, and, and the hardest challenge is letting the world know, which you know that. And, yeah. and once the people start to understand the value, that's that value again, like that user analogy. Yeah. Once they understand the value, it's, it's like it's like quick. But it's it's you know like like you guys say like um, uh, Grant Grant Cardone says all the time too. You know like overnight success takes twenty years, thirty years. It and does. It's, takes that long because you can't impact enough people to become that open-ended success well that that and 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 as you're you're going along impacting people um you you know you make a lot of dumb mistakes a lot of a lot of you know i look back at some of the mistakes i've made and i'm like god if i knew then what i know now i wouldn't have made that but like you know i i wouldn't know now what i know had i not made those mistakes so you know, today's the one-year anniversary of me um, leaving um, what I was doing, helping helping somebody out in, in Las Vegas, and 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 you know, I, I look back at it and I'm like, man, I can't believe how much better my life is today. And a year ago, I was freaking terrified. You know, I mean, terrified. I had my my family, not even all of my family. 2300 miles from here man <laughs> and, and and so 
you know, it, that's the thing, dude, and, and that's what this show is all about. It's, it's about. it's called Breakthrough Walls. Yes, that's a play on my last name, but it's sure. it's about like helping people get unstuck, man, to have a breakthrough, to freaking go for it. Like yeah. it, it, right? And 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 there's there's guys like you and and Phil, you look you make it look like um, you make it look easy, okay? <laughs> and I know for a fact it's not. I know it's not. There's no way. And and nope. you've made the mistakes, right? You've made yep. them. So like- and and so you know, it's the grind, buddy. It's the grind, man. Finish what you're saying. No, that's it. Go, yeah, go. You know, it's a grind. It, I make it look easy because that's that's just who I am. Like I make things work. I look for solutions. I don't look for a problem. When somebody has a problem, see, the, the money's in the solution. You know, and there's no problem that hasn't been fixed. You know, because the sun goes up and it comes down every day. Yep. So it's, it's going to go down tonight. It's going to come up tomorrow, no matter what. Right. So. Has there ever been a solution in your life, no matter how bad it looked, that you didn't fix, that didn't work out? Right. So it always works out. So when you come from a place of knowing that everything's going to work out, just because that's the way the universe works, yep. when you're in flow, you know, and on the right path, and you're helping the right people doing the right thing, everything flows for you. But one thing, the one thing that always, I mean, even to this day, yeah, I'm successful. I got a lot of things going on, but there's days I don't want to do anything. Right. There's days I don't want to pick up a phone. Right. I, I don't call people out of the blue. I don't like cold calling people. But you know what? I do it because that's how I make money. Right. You know? And, and I'll give you an example. I mean, I have my agents cold calling. I'm telling them cold calling. I don't want to do it. Every day I get to the phone, I tell them, I don't want to pick up the phone. Yeah. But I do pick up the phone and I go get three deals. Right. You know? Because, because that's the way I eat. That's the way I'm fed. You know, that's the way I make money. Right. And then when I pick up the phone and start talking to people, I'm like, why didn't I want to do this? <laughs> you know? Because once you start talking to people and you st- they start connecting with you, Man, you're like, why? I should, I, should, I should want to do this every day. And then the next day, you still you still have that. Nobody wants to do that because of the conditioning we've been through. You know, yep. we're told, don't bother people. You know, uh, stay out of trouble. Be quiet. Don't make a problem. Don't talk to strangers. Don't do any of that stuff. Right. We're conditioned that through our through our cultures. And, um, you know, I, I have a video on YouTube. It's about the five-year-old kid. Um, I'll share that with you if, if we have a minute. But yeah, do it. The synopsis of it. But, the one thing I was, what I was saying here was, the the main thing for me to lead to the success was to get comfortable being uncomfortable. If that makes any sense, and that's what I yep, sure does. Learn to comfortable. Learn to look forward to being uncomfortable. Right. Because that's the time growth happens. You're yep. resistant. Unless you're out there, you're just resisting. You got to get uncomfortable. You got to go do something you don't want to do, and then you're like, "Man, that was easy. Why didn't I do that?" Right, and, right. And, and it gets hard. I was talking about. They were talking about you know, um, reaching your goals and having like fulfillment and not being fulfilled and things. And I and I stood up and I was actually speaking, and you know, one one thing that led me to my success is I've always set high goals but I've always reached them very quickly and I would always think you know if I if I got this deal if I got that car if I got this property I always thought I'd be fulfilled I always thought I'd be happy at that point right every time I got to the goal it was empty right? so I had an empty stuff then I get to the next like for example flipped the house got married had a kid, thinking all that would make me happy, correct? 
and then you're emptier and you're emptier and you're emptier. Then I bought properties, then I did this, then I had this business. And the only thing, like it took me up to about, probably about five years ago when I really realized that the true thing that, that led to the what I was looking for, which was leading to emptiness, was truly being a contribution to helping other people succeed at what they were doing. The, the, the feeling and the satisfaction of helping a person get where they want to go and accomplish something was better than getting a million dollar check. Now don't get me wrong, a million dollar check is needed, it's nice, but the, the satisfaction, you, you, you follow what I'm saying, like the satisfaction of, of their in getting the different things, and then you start building relationships and loyalties with people, and that's how things start to expand. It comes from that, it comes from really contributing to anybody and any anyone and and I, I think that you know and and I was uh, I'm sorry I think I'm having an audio issue with this microphone. Some, yeah, some feedback. Right, can yeah. you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I hear you good. But you're I hear me a second behind. You do? Maybe if I yeah. So when I'm talking, is this better? Is this better? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I don't hear now we're good. Okay. Just second now I was hearing my echo. Sorry. So. Um, <laughs> you know, I, and I had I had John Hamlin on yesterday, and you know John has a private jet, a Rolls Royce, a, I think he's got a Lambo or two, or you know he's got he's he's really really done very very well in life, and and one of the biggest things about John is he's a philanthropist, man. He gives and gives and gives and get, raised two and a half million dollars at the for the uh, Make a Wish Foundation. I mean. Like the guy is, and so that's what I've tried to do. And I think that you'll agree, and and I'm sure this is part of your story is you find other people to surround yourself with, as you know, like this book right here, written yeah. by Chris Saracino, sure. the Theory of Five. It's about surrounding yourself with with the right people, right? And and it, and that's what dictates success. It really does. Yeah, the problem is finding the five people. Right. So every, you know, it's not easy, um, and it should be. It shouldn't be like you know, if you're in the right flow and doing the right things, you should attract the right people. The problem is, in a society today with the ethics and morality, you attract. You think you're attracting the right people, and the smokescreen they're giving you, you got to see through. Yep. And and that's hard. You got to look at the actions. Like you know, for me, you know, Miami's tough. Fort Lauderdale, South Florida's tough. I mean, it's like. You know, it's 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 tough here. There's there's no no doubt in my mind. I mean, you, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the area, and and you know, it seems like it seems like everybody kind of flows here after they have issues in life. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody somebody told me once. I'm like I don't get I have friends up in Orlando, and I'm all over the state. I do things on the West Coast, and the yeah. And the guy was telling me, he goes, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I don't get South Florida, man. Like, people like say this and they do this. You know, they're not they're not. It's like he's like, don't you know? He's like. It's like all the douchebags end up in Florida. The whole country flushes the toilet, and they all end up in Miami, man. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, man, this is, a, you know, it's like crazy. But, but there's, you know, there's, like, there's find the right people. Right. It's just being in the element, going to the right networking, being with the right successful people is what you need. Right. You know, and I, and I think maybe you know the theory of five. I think you know you have different areas in life. Right. You know, so maybe you should have five in every area. And that's exactly what that's exactly what he talks about too. But you know, because I'm I'm not going to go 
you know, if I could, if I have the ability to hang out with um, the Dalai Lama, um, yeah. you know, I'm not going to hang out with the Dalai Lama to teach me how to build up muscle, right? I'm right. I'm going to hang out with the Dalai Lama to teach me how to be more spiritually connected and 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 whatnot. But but you know, so yeah. I, I think that what's hey, Chris, that? Chris wrote that book. His name's Chris. You said Chris. Chris, Sar- Chris Saraceno. He's he's from my hometown, about 20 minutes from me. He used to go to my bar and restaurant. Like I had a conversation with him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Kinda, we kind we kind I don't remember it, but I mean, so many people came and went. Yeah, right, but right. Kind of we kind of we kind of had some stuff in common, which is pretty he's, cool. I'll tell you, he's well, he's from you know Allentown, but yeah, he's yeah, uh, yeah. he's he's an incredible, incredible guy. I mean, just a super guy. And and you know, I've had and so so you know, to my. I think about, like you said, about Miami, and, and, you know, I know some phenomenal people that live in Miami, you being one of them, Grant Cardone and his entire staff and crew there, they're, they're just incredible people, right? But, but yeah. they're, uh, I, I get it, man, I get that, I, I, I understand, there's, I, but I, you know, the, the handful of times I've been in Miami, I was like, man, this city is so alive and beautiful so- and it's just it's it's happening, you know. It's international. It's different people every two weeks. It's, yeah. There's so much love. There's so much wealth. Yeah. There's, it's a playground for the one percent. I mean, it's, and, it's, well, now, now yeah. if if you've never been to Miami, um, and and you'll, you, I'm sure you'll uh, you'll you'll uh, confirm this, but South Beach, whoa! I mean, it can be a freak show. It's in yeah. South Beach. Yeah. Yeah, it's not gets nuts. <laughs> it gets a little all crazy. The, all the clubs, I mean, you have Live and the clubs and all the scene. I mean, yeah. Miami, I mean, it's a 24-hour cycle of people and clubs, and they're always open. They don't close. One opens at 3 in the morning. One opens at 4. So it, there's that element. Miami can get you in trouble. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come to Miami, you never go home. Right. Like, the same, they're, like they get caught up in this whole lifestyle. You know, everybody moves here and they see TV shows and they think you could be a waiter at a restaurant and drive a Ferrari. Yeah. See, it doesn't work like that, you know. Um, and it's it's a lifestyle, and people really get caught up in it. I've seen I've seen many many people do it. Um, yeah. You now for me, I, I, I've been disciplined though, my whole life. I mean, if you follow me or see my videos and what I do, yeah. I'm very structured, very disciplined. I've seen it all. Yeah. I'm from Philly. I was in South Philly, and growing up with what I grew up around and. And, and so I saw all the worst of society before I was 15. Right. <laughs> so, so I seen that all, you know, and I knew that's not what I wanted. Right. And that's, right. that's what led me on the path that I'm on. I, like I said before, I got to where I am because I saw what I didn't want. And well, I saw the strengths in it and I used that for what I didn't want. Like I, it's the same pr- principles. It's just a different, it's just a little bit different tweak. Right. Of how you, you know. Well, I think, you know, again, I've been... You know, I, I, I'm a recovered alcoholic. It's I, I have 16 years sober in August. And, and, and I think, you know, I, I mean, when I was um, living that lifestyle you're talking about, man, I was freaking insane. Like, I was nuts. And, and you know, I think about, like, all of the things that, that um, I mean, I, I, I was homeless. There were times when, when I didn't have two pennies to rub together i didn't have anything you know and 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 you know i i was stuck now you know i knew i did i did figure out eventually thank god that that um you know all i had to do was was start with removing 
the uh, the alcohol and, and my life yeah. would just automatically get better, right? But sure. but you know, there's still been many times, even sober, you know, a, a year ago, literally a year ago, I was in Las Vegas with my family, stuck, and like, how do I get out of here? How do I get this done? How do I put the money together? How do, and 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 you know, I'm I'm curious if you've ever been there where you're like. As an adult, where you're like, oh, my God, everything just hit the fan. It didn't yeah. go the way I thought it was going to go. And and now what? I got to say, as an adult, I never allowed it. as Because I was so impacted. And I, I'm going to tell you how, why. When my father left, my father was gone. Yeah. I realized that I couldn't trust him. You know, think about this. You're a 12-year-old kid, the person you look to. Yeah. Your baseball coach, your idol, right? Yeah. Your idol. Right? Yeah. You're told, right? Your father's your idol. You want to be like him. Right. When that, my father walked away, now he didn't walk away and I never, it's like I never saw. I mean, he, you know, it was just what it was. The confidence and the trust was gone at that moment. Yeah. And I realized that I never wanted my brothers to feel that. And I felt bad for my mom. My mom's raising four kids. My yeah. mom raised four boys. And She's crazy. I know why now. Because she reads for a yeah. <laughs> Me and my brother should be tormented early. Crazy. But, yeah. <laughs> like, but, but the thing was, when I felt that, I never wanted to feel that again. And I never, like, like 10, 10 grand is my bro. Like, if I ever had, was down to 10 grand, I'd be like, you were with two pennies. Yeah. Like, that was always my number when I was a kid. Wow. Growing up. And I, that was it. And I always hustled. And if I needed to make money, get out of my way. Either get with me, get behind me, or, or be the other person, but don't get in the way. Because nothing's going to stop me. I'm going to die, or I'm going to get there. I love and, it, dude. You know, and, and that's and that's how I look at it today. Yeah. I needed to get a deal. I need something. I go get. It. I just walk in and get it. I take yep. it. And and that's just I know I can, and I know I have that ability. So. But what about the person that doesn't have that? That 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 or well, I believe we all have it. I, but what about the person that that doesn't? know they have that that they're terrified that they're they're stuck and they don't know what to do you know what like what what do you think the number one thing is that's holding people back you know you know what it is it, it's fear man and yeah. it's just like just like i saw part of john's interview yesterday with you how fear is 10 feet wide 10 feet tall but paper thin yep and first the first time you go through that fear and you realize it's nothing see that fear for me was when i was 12 years old and my dad was gone and i couldn't trust nobody right you know, you know, like I, I didn't have anybody that I could relate to or work with, or like even my own uncles and my own. I just, I did, I've always had that, even to this day. Right. And it's right. something. This is something that's detrimental to me because going into relationships and going into different things, I always have that in the back of my head. You know, if you can't trust your father and your, your your idol or who you're dealing with, who can you trust, right? So I'm always questioning. But I tell you that questioning, not to the people, but in my mind, and when I do business with people and I see things. I tell you what, it's like I have binoculars. But I see shit coming from miles away. I mean, I, I'm always looking at things and seeing what the, the, the intention is. Right. Why do they want me? What do they like? Why? Because uh, you know, a relationship is mutual. You know, somebody calls me and want to take me to lunch. There's a reason. It's not because they want to take me to lunch. There's a there, there's a, a there's something that they're that they're wanting, and 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 I get that. So I well, try well, to get to. Them. You get what I'm saying, if I, dude? If I come to Miami, I'll take you to lunch, and I don't want anything. <laughs> Except no, I get, some food. We have we have a relationship. I and I'm know. talking. About, I'm just playing. I get a call. Hey, I'm in my. I like to meet with you. That you know. Yeah. And it's always and it's not a bad thing. This is there's an attention, but I like to get to it. Yeah. And connect right away. 
before right. I, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not one for dragging things out. I'm very precise. I meet with a client, 15 minutes, boom, we're done. You know, it, contracts, one, two, three. Um, very systematic. Everything I've built, you know, in, in, in all all different angles, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Business. So so um, so fear seems to be the common answer to that question, um, and I, yeah. I I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it, and that, and that's what. It, but but it's just, see, fear for me is a little different than most. Of it. Like, when because of that situation, see, when I fear something, I go harder at it. Right. You know, like if if I fear something, I'm going harder at it. Right. That most people will just like reserve for me. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. And and everything, and that's like you know like I hate making phone calls. Boom, I'm gonna go make phone calls and get appointments. I'm, right. You know, people are. I, I work with people that are, are shaking when they're picking up the phone. I, I know. I've, I, <laughs> you know, they're shaking when they go to call somebody, and I'm like, dude, like, it's a human being. And let me let me share a story real quick with you. I know we're rapid, getting close, but I want to share a story about, about the five year old kid. And this is something I have videos on, and this is the first thing I teach them when it comes to connecting. You see, you were a five year old kid. I was a five year old kid. Someone across the ocean was a five year old kid all at one point. Yeah. When we're five year old kids, we just want to be happy, right? We just want to go to school. Go hang out with our friends, go to kindergarten, hug our friends, go play recess, learn. It didn't matter the, the, the sex, the, 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 the race, you know, it, it didn't matter what you were. Right. right. You just, you didn't care, boy, girl, this, that, the other thing. You were just happy and you're with your friends. Yep. So we go through life like that and, and we get to a point in our life where, you know, there's a critical point or something, you know, affecting us. You know, and I'll give you a perfect example of mine. You know, I was probably like seven or eight years old, and I used to go home after school, and I would pull like the pots and pans out and like play them, like 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 drums, like music. Yeah. I used to play saxophone when I was a kid. I, I always loved music. I just kind of yeah. got away from it. And um, so, one day I came home and I'm doing that, and like I love this. Like nothing matters in the world. And like, my mom came over and like smacked my hand so hard. I was like, don't do that. So for the first time in my life, I realized I can't truly be happy and do what I want because it might make my mom mad. Uh, so you see conditions start getting put in. Yeah. Stand ideals. You, you start. You're told be quiet. Don't don't bother people. You're told don't talk to strangers. You're told. So that's our culture. Right. Now, your culture may be a little different than mine. You were taught different things. People overseas were taught different things. So you start compromising who you really are to be happy, to make other people happy and be accepted. Right. So you yep. get the. Now. From that day forward, all we do the rest of our life is try to get back to being happy as a five-year-old kid. Where, you know, you should you shouldn't do this, you should do this, you can't do this, you can do this. You know, don't bother people. Again, so we go through our whole lives trying to appease a culture that's been put into us that has no meaning. See, because in our country here, you know, we go to the beach, people are half naked running around, you know, you go to nightclubs, restaurants. You go over to Saudi Arabia, it's totally different. Women are covered, no one drives, blah, blah, blah. And, right. and the thing is, we think they're wrong, right? We think they're not right, and they think we're wrong. Right. But really right or wrong, it's just because their culture and their grandparents and their parents all told them the same thing. So my dad's not a liar, my grandfather's not a liar. Like, if that's the way it is, that's the way it is. You don't eat this type of food, you don't do... But yeah. that type of food, they weren't going to disintegrate, you know, or, you know, or if they cover their body or don't cover their like I'm, I'm just giving examples of yeah extremes you know they're, they're, that's extremes yeah so what happens when you know if you if you took a five-year-old kid from one of those 
other countries and a five-year-old kid from here and put them together, they'd love each other. They'd be friends. It didn't matter. But now you take a 25-year-old kid from here and a 25-year-old kid from there and they dislike each other because of what has been inbred in them. Yeah. And it cultured into them and their standards and ideals. And that that upbringing is what causes that fear. So when I don't want to pick up the phone, I was told, don't bother nobody, don't talk to strangers, don't talk to people unless you're talked to. That, you, know, you know what I mean? Yep. The bottom line though is when I pick up that phone and I talk to that client and I'm that value, that super, that, that 399 value for that one week cruise. And then, I, <laughs> you know, I, I just, I'm working with a client now. The guy is an Olympic gold winner. Um, uh, his wife designs 30, $40 million homes. And it all Jeez. came from a call from one of my agents one of my partners that called him on a listing that he had that he was selling, which it was already sold. He had it under contract privately. The deal fell apart, and then somebody he knew was going to buy the house from him. Just from that call, it turned into a friendship. It turned into he wants to buy something now, and now he has a friend from California selling his winery coming here. Wow. So it turned into buying a condo. It turned into his friend coming from California to go on the lunch in two weeks for a multi-million-dollar deal. And, all from a call for a house that you didn't even touch. You know, I think that... See that? That's that's, that's, the, that's the connecting, man. And, and screw the money. Yeah. Screw this now. And I know I know Grant Cardone says, no, no, no. But I'm telling you something. When you connect with people, there is no sale. It's closed already. I, that's that, the thing. And, and I think, you know, Grant Grant teaches that. But that's that one yeah. of the things that that he teaches and, and the reason I love the dude and, and what I he teaches it. so much is... is he teaches exactly what you just said. He teaches yeah. you like, yeah. like, dude, just because you were programmed at four years old or five years old to, to be afraid of all this this stuff sure. out here doesn't mean that it's real. It's yeah. not real. The fun, funny story about Grant. When I, when I was 19 years old is when I met him. He was probably, I'm 41 now. He was about 41. This is before he you know, expanded. Yeah. He came to a dealership. I think I might have told you. He came to a dealership outside of Philly. I was working. My friend's parents owned one of the biggest Ford dealerships. Okay. And while I was getting my series licensing, we weren't getting paid. So I went and sold used cars, and I I, I was working with the used car manager, going to yeah. the auction, pricing the cars. To this day, I still have a dealer license. I still have, like, I still buy and sell cars for fun. Wow. I got a deal or if I want to get something. But anyway, um, what happened was <laughs> um, there was a training that they did. I was there for three months, and in that three-month period, Grant, it must have been one of the places Grant Cole called and came in to train us. And, and his computer system, the, the software program he had, they, they were one of the first ones to use it. The E-Pencil? The e e e yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember because I was doing the, the wholesale side. So anyway, the first, remember I told you I learned from the wrong people? I was yeah. I, I was weird. I thought it was different. Yeah. Like I belong, right? The first person I met that, that helped me understand who I was and I did belong was him because I was like, I finally met somebody that's on the same like wave line. Yeah. That was a kid. And ever since that, I followed him from when I was a kid. I always, and wow. I was always like programmed with that, like naturally, I don't know, but I, I sharpened it by, you know, following it and, and, and seeing things. And as he grew, I kind of implemented those things. Yeah. You know, Carter knew all that stuff. I have all that stuff and, yeah. and we use that. Yeah. Um, but it, it's like, he was the first confirmation that I was not crazy. I was not different. Yeah, and what I was right, you know, and from that I met other people and different things through, and that's that, that's just a funny thing. It goes way back before he was, you know, you know, the superstar he is now. Well, 
I, I love the analogy and the the story of the fi- being a five year old because like you, yep. dude, you're a thousand percent right. It's like, like at five years old, you literally do not have fear. You don't, you don't care what anybody else thinks of you. You don't, and then yep. you know it's all learned behavior. It's it's like, it, you yeah, know, I think and, it's like like I was like freaking like uh, I don't know some some famous drummer, man. I was like, yeah. And I just didn't care until right. that day. Mom hit me, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, and that's that's all. That's all. That's learned, and yeah. and and it can yeah. be unlearned. And I've I've experienced that. I think that that's one of the things is is you know it's like Grant tells the story about when him and and uh, his yeah. oldest daughter Sabrina were flying back from South America or something, and she's she's like two or three years old and says, "Papa, I want cookies," and he's like, "I don't yeah, want your cookies." I don't have any cookies. I'm not the cookie monster. What do you, you know? And she's like, I want cookies. And he goes, well, there's like 230 people on this plane. Like, you you better start cold calling right now. Somebody's probably got your cookies. He says a lady in front of him turned around. He was like, shut up. (laughs) So, you know, and and he's like, and I love the way he says, how many of you tell, tell your kids don't talk to strangers, right? When he does. And, and and everybody's like raises their hand. He's like, "Why? Strangers have everything that you want, like everything." So the key to that whole five-year-old story, like the the, the whole basis of that, yeah, is get like we all try our whole lives getting back to that. Yes, that that's all we want is to go back to that. It's so that's, simple. The key to that is when you're dealing with somebody, let them be the five-year-old kid. Amen. That's man. like like let them have access. That they can be that with you. Yeah. And then it's over, dude. Like, right. It's like, made that relationship. And and as long as you can be the five-year-old kid with them, see, that's how you go one by one. And it's, 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 it, and it's not, you know, it's not a manipulation. It's a genuine, no. it's genuine. a genuine connection. Yeah, integrity. integrity. It's like, right. I'm telling you, the value. I hold my value. I know for a fact I'm the best at what I do in the world because no one works harder than me. No one has systems the way I do. I mean, they're comparable in different ways, but I know if I have, I mean, I just got a kid. There's a house. I'll give you the address. 22 Southeast 7th Ave, Deerfield Beach. I just got the sellers 20000 more than the appraisal because I made, I was a listing agent and I knew the buyer wanted it. And then we had a back contract. Wow. But the appraisal in 20 grand too low because the appraiser didn't give value for a certain amount of land, which is crazy. Yeah. Long story. It's crazy. One mile from the beach is nuts. How do you not give value for this thing? Wow. But um, but um, anyways, twenty grand more. Now, do you know what that did for that kid? Like this kid's starting up a, a, a some kind of um, sign company. He's hanging signs on the skyscrapers in Miami. Wow. You know, the relationship I built with him. The sister's an attorney. You know, all because of you know going through this, charging a little bit less on the commission, helping out a little bit. Yeah. You know, like putting things in place to really genuinely help people. You know, I'm changed in the industry. I actually have a program I put on. I can talk to you more about it. Um, I'm lowering the commission, but I'm doing volumes of deals. Yeah. And really just letting people keep more money in their pocket. And then I'm double-siding the deal, so I'm actually making more. So it's, it's a win for them, a win for me. That's you know, it's awesome. Like a, it's like a whole system that I put in place with the new agents and stuff. That's awesome, and man. But the key is the five-year-old kid, buddy. If you can give, first of all, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And then... Be the five-year-old kid and allow others to be that with you. So how how do you do how do you do that? Give me a real-life example of, of how 
what you mean. Like, explain, explain, like, you meet with a, 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 a dude that's maybe a, a judge in, in, in his, his career, and he's a staunch, stiff, like, you know, and, and he's like, yeah. all right, get on with it. Well, yeah, so, so let's use an example. Let's say this guy, let's say this guy's trying to sell his house. Let's do a, I'll do a role play with you. Yeah. Let's say, let's say this guy's trying to sell his house, and I call him up out of the blue. And I'm, you know, say you're this guy, and I, I want you to be that guy. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll be calling you. So sure. His name's Ken. So, um, hi, may I speak to Ken, please? Speaking. Hi, Ken. My name's Phil Simonetta. We haven't met yet. Listen, the reason for my call is really important. I just need a moment of your time. Um, can I speak to you now, or would later be better? Go, go ahead. You got me now. What's up? Great. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, the reason I'm calling you is really important, as I said. Okay. I just want to let you know who I am and what I do, and then you know from there we can we can speak a little more. I okay. just want to give. I know you're probably getting a lot of calls right now, and you're probably frustrated about this real estate you're trying to sell. Um, and I get it. You know, I, I apologize. I know you're getting a lot of them. Um, let me tell you who I am. Um, I have a real estate wholesale company. I have a retail company. I do over 150 properties a year. Um, the reason I'm calling you is first, I have a program I put together where I can save you a significant percentage on commission when you sell. Um, and I can show you some of the programs that I do. You know, we, we, we sell properties all over. Um, I wholesale around the country. And we have a retail group here in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Uh, we also have an apprenticeship program where we teach realtors all over the country how to do real estate. So I just want to give you an idea. I know you're getting a lot of calls. Yeah. And the people are trying to pitch you and tell you when you're going to hire the right person and all this. The reason I'm calling is to tell you who I am, what my value is, and if it works for you, um, I want to talk to you about working with you and getting the household and getting you the money. Yeah. But um, so so tell me, um, you know, if you if you sold this place, where where were you going to move? Um, I, I'm not sure yet. We're just yeah. we're just you know, I'm not it's sure yet. Sold. Yeah. Sure. T- tell me tell me a little about your experience. Like you know, I know you had it on the market. It came off like. Where did you meet the realtor that you were working with? What I understand you're frustrated, you don't know me, but I really want to bring some value to you and show you, you know, some of the experiences. I can create a report for the property and send it over to you. Right. Um, just anything I can do to help you, I want to assist you, and then you make a decision if I'm somebody you want to work with. Right. Right. Yeah. I. I. Uh, I mean, I'm getting like five calls a day about this. It's kind of getting old. Yeah. You know how you stop that? How? You list it with me, and they won't call you anymore. Boom! Nice. Now you see what I'm doing. I'm not even yeah. talking about something. I'm talking about connecting. Yeah. You see right. You doing me? Yeah. I'm connecting. So, so where are you from? Are you are you originally from here in Florida or Ohio? Like what? Ohio. Ohio. Okay. I'm originally from Philly. Actually, I used to have sandwich shops up there. Ah, nice. I was in the finance business a long time. And yeah. I'd love to send you. Is this, is this your cell phone? I called you on. Yes, it is. Great. I'd love to send you some text with some links. It shows you all of my history, all my background, everything I do. You know, I just I just want you to know who I am. And at that point, like I said, we can have another conversation and, yeah. and go from send see it on the, over. You see what I'm doing? The first call yeah. I'm doing to connect. Yeah. I'm giving him opportunity to open up. Yeah. Free. He doesn't know me. He can say what he wants. Right. He can tell me whatever. You know. If well, he hangs and, up. And and I think that you know again because I'm really good at connecting with people as well and and. But there's people that hang up on me. There's, right. There's, there's, so, right. So this now, there's always going to be somebody's a douchebag. I mean, it's yeah, fine. right. <laughs> so, so, so what? What it is is when they do hang up on me, I understand they're frustrated. I don't want to talk to people either. Right. I call them back. I call yeah. them back. Yeah. And I say, listen, I go, you hang up on me. 
they're not a douchebag. They're, they're going to talk to you. Or they're going to hang up. Like, yeah, I can't believe you called me back. Yeah. Well, listen, if you wanted to learn how to play basketball and Michael Jordan called you, would you talk to him? Yeah. Okay. I'm the Michael Jordan of real estate. I want you to Google my name. Love it, dude. Google my name. They see Inman Contributor. Yeah. They see reality show. They see a wholesale company. Yeah. They see training company. They see videos. I have 300 videos on the internet. Yeah. You know, all the videos. You see the video. Like, everything yeah. I do, professional, high quality. Yeah. So, so now, once I make that connection, they see, wow, I really got somebody here that I can... I can really count on. Right. I can trust this guy. He does all this business. I can trust this guy. He has this experience. Yeah. See, you're, you're connecting, and I right. haven't asked him to tell you. Right. And, and, and that's that. I, I love that, man. That's that's the exact same way I do business. I build relationships, yes. and I, I talked to talked to somebody about this last night, and my buddy Brian Hess, and and you know, it's like, dude, you know, I've I've I I, I mean. I've had people I talked to uh, for years before yeah. they, we ever did anything together. So, you know, yeah. that's that's the way you do it. You build the relationship. Well, when he calls like this, like this here is how I, I give them access to the five-year-old kid. And then and then breaking through that now, when it comes yeah. to this thing, probably between the third and the fifth call, I get it. Yeah. The third and fifth call. Once in a while, I'll get one right away. Very small percentage, maybe. Like, I think Grant says like 2% is the first call. Right, right, I, right. Kid I sold the house for twenty grand over was the first call. Yeah. Um, Mark talked to him, put me on the Mark talked to him, set my yeah. call up three minutes. I talked to the kid twelve minutes on the phone, and then he talked to his wife, called me back. I did I did the application, I did the contract, everything before seeing the house on wow. a Friday. We signed it. I went Saturday, took the pictures, we sold it Monday afternoon. That's awesome. And then dude. I had a back contract, and we sold for twenty grand more. That's awesome. But that that's an example. Like it can yeah. happen, like literally, dude, in yeah. like less than a half hour of work. Yep. Or it can take you two weeks. The one I just listed in Boca was a, a one that one of the partners with me, Jessica. Yeah. She been following up this lady for two weeks. Two weeks. When we got to the house to talk to her, it was already done. It was just a matter of the conversation and the yeah. numbers and what we're gonna do. She had a stack of paper like that from realtors sending letters. She got two hundred calls. And I asked her, I said I said, I said, What made you speak to Jessica yeah. out of all these and she talked to a few of them. She said, first of all, the, the knowledge, the approach was totally yeah. like like friendly. It wasn't like like pushing me to sell something. Right. And once once I saw the videos, because I have certain texts we send. Yeah. Like when you call somebody, when you hang up, there's three texts, there's two emails. They're hit seven times in the first day. Yeah. But it's all it's all wanted. They're right. getting free replies. So again, it's all like I want to send this to you, and they're all happy right. about it. Right. They're looking because it's all free and there's see the value again yep. it's the value yep. here yep. there's no cost you know value. so so, so let, let let me ask you yeah. this and we we got to wrap it up i actually have yeah. another appointment so um so you know somebody that's stuck that that can't figure it out doesn't know what to do no money can't you know they're losing shit they're they're everything's falling apart what do you say to them like what's the the as quickly as you can Tell me what you say to somebody to get them moving out of the, the level of stuck yep. to to moving towards success. I, I would tell them, write down the five most important things to them and write down why they need to start doing something for each one of those things. Love and it, who dude. They're a legacy for, who they're leaving a legacy for yep. and how they're going to see them. 
I write stuff down nonstop, man. That that's such a key to success, and people don't do it. Such a key to success. I, I, I think of my son, man. I yeah. think of my and and one thing that gets me going every day, no matter how much I have, every morning I wake up at zero. Yep. And what I get today. Yep. That's if right. I have not two million. Whatever I have. Yep. I wake up at zero. Yep. Who can help? What value can I bring? And and what can I get done today? Yep. Go to sleep tonight. And I want to be better tonight when I go to sleep than I was when I woke up this morning. Love it, dude. Love That's it. it. That's, they got to get on that mindset. Yep. If they keep bad for themselves, it's not going to happen. They need yep. a mentor. Need somebody who they could talk to and say, "Here." They need a hand up. You know, one thing. One thing about that. When I was a kid, I had nobody to turn to. I had nobody to give me a hand up. Right. I can give a hand up to people. That's why I started the, the apprenticeship. Yeah. I, when, when I hire people in with my group, I give them 30 days. Within two days, I know if they're going to make it. Or not. Yeah. You either got it or you don't. Now you can you can get through, and you can be okay and, and survive. But to excel, you got to have something special. And it's not yeah. money. It's not money. It's a will. It's a desire. It's a drive. Yeah. It's a commitment. It's, it's being consistent in what you do. I agree it's with a, you, man. I agree. Yeah. Well, Phil, I appreciate you coming on, man. You're you're uh, you're a good friend of mine and a good dude. We've spent probably hours on the phone talking about a variety of things. But um, how how can everybody how can everybody that sees this how can they follow you? Yeah, I mean, on, on Facebook they can they can just it's Philip Simonetta. Um, on Instagram, all the all the social medias. Um, on Facebook, we also have. Um, let me give you the sites. I have for my YouTube. It's meetphilip.com. Uh, if somebody wants to buy, it's buy10x.com. Somebody wants to sell, it's sold10x.com. Nice. Um, to learn about the agency, about learning how to be the, uh, the apprenticeship, yeah. it's topagentacademy.com. Awesome. And they can call me directly, text me. I mean, awesome. Anything at all. Message me on Facebook probably quick. Um, but, uh, yeah, if there's anything I can do to help somebody grow, yeah. I'm here. That's what I do. I know. I You're a good dude, man. You're a good dude. I appreciate you coming on, taking the time, um, and working through the little technical errors we had in the beginning. Um, but uh, this has been great, dude. I, I really genuinely appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, I'm honored to be here, man. And if there's anybody needs a hand with anything, just please just reach out. Awesome. Thank you all. Thank you to everybody on Facebook for sharing and the likes, the loves. We got some laughing cry faces. So. Hey, thank you all. Appreciate you. And we will see you guys. What is today? Friday? It's Friday. Wow. See you guys oh, one Monday. Other, another tip. One other tip. Live yeah. every day. It's Friday and you'll be all right. That's right. That's yep. what I do. That's right. <laughs> every Friday. Right. See you guys. Thanks a lot.